0: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
1: Thank you for listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Please support the show by subscribing to and leaving a five-star rating for the show on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also support the show by going to our website, blackandgoldhockey.com, where there's always exciting articles by the b and writing staff. While you're there, don't forget to click on the fanatics.com banner for a great sports fan shopping experience.
0: Are you, are you done yet? we got to start the show. <laughs>
2: is happening Bruins fans we are back to record another black and gold hockey podcast but before we do that i want to uh bring in my co-host heather ingerson heather how are you and how was your week
1: i'm doing all right my week was fine happy on this beautiful uh brisk kind of crisp fall afternoon to be meeting up with you talk about the bruins i'm in an episode 250 bruins win kind of mood and uh how was your uh week a nice weekend everything going all right for you so far sir
2: Yes, absolutely. A great weekend. I had Friday off uh, planned because I attended an unbelievable wedding at Zorvino, uh Vineyards up in Sandown, New Hampshire, to see um, friends and 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 now family, uh, Danny Mack and uh, ha- Haley Marie get married. So it was an unbelievable time. There was lots of drinks flying around Friday night. Uh, the hotel room was absolutely banana land. I'm telling you, this was like this was like the stuff you see on movies uh, you know so uh it was it was a lot of fun and um and but congratulations and thanks for the invite and uh we got them um some uh Loge tickets to go uh, along with the card that we gave them so they're going to be going to the October 30th game against the Florida Panthers so that should be fun but uh yeah it's been it's been good so uh just unwinding trying to get this podcast out and um yeah so it's been it's been a, it's been busy. So I'm, you know, happy to be back talking Boston Bruins hockey.
1: I know I was like, it was kind of a short week because we had to end up recording on the Monday. But here we are. I bet it sooner than later. I always love that. But yeah, yeah so we'll we're look. good to go. Talk Bruins hockey. Congratulations to the couple and uh, many happy and uh, years ahead of you in your marriage and your adventure that you started this weekend.
2: Absolutely. All right, uh, The right. Let's start the show properly, right? Mm-hmm. All right. The Black and Gold Hockey Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag and in partnership with the Black and Gold Production Sports Media Company. This is Season 6, Episode 250, folks. 250. <laughs> and we kindly ask that you please subscribe to our weekly Bruins Hockey Talk on all worldwide audio podcast platforms and video content on our related Black and Gold Hockey Podcast YouTube channel. We would certainly appreciate the support on both social media platforms and you guys rock for those that, that already do amazing people uh, Bruins nation is unreal. I just love the, I love how we hate each other most of the times, but we also, uh, work well together if that makes any sense.
1: It does. It doesn't have to be perfect chemistry can happen. My friends.
2: Yeah. All right, let's uh, before we get to this hockey talk talk madness, I do want to talk about show sponsor, BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code, CLNS50 to receive your bonus. That's CLNS50. For basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Betonline.ag where the game starts. All right. We just heard from the um, amazing folks at BetOnline.ag. That was me actually doing the ad read. So just in case you guys didn't know, but uh, BetOnline.ag is a fantastic sponsor. They're a show sponsor. They've been with us for a long time. And they, the reason why they've been around for a long time is because we trust them. This is a product that they put out and we support and I use on a regular basis. So got to, uh, you know, give the props out to the show sponsor and make sure that you guys go. And, and please, if you do sign up for a free account. Please, God, put in the CLNS50 code. We certainly appreciate that. All right, Heather, another week, another agenda. Where do we go here? You lead the way, my my, my uh, fair lady. All right.
1: Well, I thought that we would start with holy smoly guacamole, my friend. It is episode 250 of the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. It feels like just the other day it was episode 200. I'm like, have we really had that many podcasts in between? I know. You're, we really, really have.
2: You're entering the third season third year Ooh. let's put it yeah. that way so congratulations to you i mean i think uh when we first kind of took off on this uh togetherness um this this uh this like brother and sister endeavor basically talking boston bruins uh, hockey um it was it was a little rough but I, I i think that over the years we've gained good chemistry with each other you know we we still fight like brother and sister but uh it's still it's still a lot of fun to sit here and do this with you every week, and and we're growing. And I'm just happy that that you're aboard uh, this uh, Bruins freight train, content freight train that we're providing over here at BNG Production Sports Media Company. So congratulations to you too.
1: Hey, buddy, I'm just glad you have me. I basically all you did was take every time we'd be out, you'd be like. We should just record this and put it on a podcast, okay? <laughs> then finally, we did. That and was our, the alcohol talk. What, what the hell did I? No, but we like get in all these like obviously when you're drinking, you have in depth conversations, but you know what I mean. But the problem was is that I did have no idea. I've never recorded anything in my life, nor have I ever had a desire to. Like I don't, you know, whatever. So you worked it out. We've been through many phases of the technological branches. I'm so glad oh, we God. finally have one that helps us out mostly and doesn't let us down. And I don't know, it's been a good time, met a, a lot of fun people through this. Yeah, and absolutely, I mean, even if I'm just cool by associations with Mark, thank you for everyone who keeps uh listening and tuning in. I mean, somebody's listening to us, at least the numbers say so. So we yes. really appreciate it. And all the you know, just all the fun interaction with fellow Bruins fans and obviously our BNG family, so many great writers and podcasters and digital content people helping build the BNG. Uh yeah ladder one step at a time and uh yeah and uh i'd also like to thank god my producers no i'm just (laughs) gonna it's
2: like you're going up for an award
1: yeah yeah you know but no i think it's been a fun time and uh today was a good day i think lots of bruins hockey happening today i'm in an episode 250 still got my scarf on gonna take that off now just so you know the winning combination is scarf socks and b and g jersey currently so we're gonna wear that until it. it uh goes out but um This is kind of a sad note to get to something next. Moving on from us, because frankly, we're egomaniacs and could talk about ourselves all day. Um, I just wanted to say that um, sad that we had um, a great, uh, he was around for a long time as a sportscaster in the Boston community. Uh, So I just want to say, rest in peace, Bob, uh, passed away at age of 70. I'm sorry, um, newer Meyer, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, new Meyer. So, anyways, he was around like on whatever bz and nbc and he did horse i know he did some horse racing thing he was a analyst for uh weei and other things around here but anyways long time uh sports journalist in our area so i don't can't believe i just said your name wrong i'm sorry sorry i heard it a million times in my life but um rest in peace thoughts and prayers with the family because i know he had had a stroke uh a few years ago whatever and um been a hard road but 70 years, nothing to scoff at, leaves behind a great legacy. And, uh, yeah, rest in peace and uh, thanks for everything. And uh, just thinking about his family.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bob's been around for a long time and and as as, as long as I have. And uh, one of the originals, when you look at the news and you see somebody talking about sports, he was mostly up there. Um, The original Eddie Olchuk, when you talk about uh, horse handicapping, uh, the the guy was really good at doing that stuff, and um, you know, brought brought the uh, the sporting world to a whole new level, in my opinion. So, um, it really sucks to hear that he passed today, and 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 um, and hearing Dale Arnold on today's game broadcast, um, it was a little tough too. But, uh, you know, th- my thoughts and prayers to the family, obviously. But, um, uh, yeah, it sucks.
1: Yeah, he uh, it was sad. I didn't. Dale Arnold posted a really nice picture of um them and Tom Brady or whatever. It was yeah. like me, Bob, and some guy that plays football. It was a really nice picture of him. And that was a nice way to honor him, I think. But anyways, I feel like we always have to start off with the sad stuff because overall it was been a really happy time, but that was kind of sad. He passed away on Saturday night or whatever and was kind of going around there. So thanks, Bob, for everything. All right. Well, we got some games to talk about. Hockey again. Hockey's back on. The Bruins finally played another game. I mean, it took a while, but... Uh, it was not a game that I'm trying to keep in my psyche we played the Philadelphia Flyers on Wednesday we lost six to three uh at the Wells Fargo Center in Philly Coleman scored though uh Frederick got an assist and uh Thomas Nosek, he had a great game uh the, he had great play this week uh Taylor Hall scored from McElvoy and Marshawn scored from Pasnak and McEvoy so good for Charlie McEvoy getting a couple points but other than that pretty much Philly had control of this game defense broke down Jeremy Swayman got hung up like this welcome to the NHL kid kind of game That yeah. uh, was funny because everyone kept going oh but we're playing Carter Hart or whatever well Carter Hart came out on top of this game because this was kind of a hot mess Philly beat us in almost everything um face off shots on goal we had 40 to their 25 but does it really matter they killed it we were on the uh, pk only a couple times but they capitalized coil went in for tripping and carlo but they went two for two on the power play and that's why they won six to three mark what are your thoughts before we get into more on this game but just overall
2: yeah it's it was not a very good game and and it, it this is the trend that i i preached about on twitter um I don't like the idea of having all this time off in between games. Uh, this is it's a Bruins trend lately that you know when they have more than a day or two off that they don't perform very well. And this is a great example um, from the crease. I thought Jeremy Swayman absolutely had his worst game uh, in black and gold. Um, and I understand he's a rookie. He's going to go through these trials and tribulations of being a professional at a young age. Um, but there was a lot of mistakes that uh, I believe that he made that could have been a little less on the, uh, on what, what the flyers did to us. But then in the defense, uh, letting these players go right through and get to Swayman and also the forwards just pretty much not responding to uh, being in a hole uh, per se, which I really wanted to see this Boston team do this season was if they give up some bad goals, the goaltending is not up to par that, the offense can come in and like really pick up the you know the momentum here and kind of get, create gaps um when you know when your back end isn't doing very well so um and the bench um uh, from the coaching to the players to the to the you know six members on the ice uh that was a team loss and um i i just think that with this time off this boston bruins team just has to get more conditioned for situations like this they always do this that that next game that they have with, with several days off is never a good one, but it's nice to see them to turn around in the next game, but we'll talk about that later.
1: Well, good news until the Olympic break, that probably won't happen because well, now we're going to play three games in four yeah. days, which makes total sense. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. But overall, I agree with you. Swayman stopped 19 out of 24. Although I do believe that defense was a little busted. I mean, it was bad. Like it didn't take long for McAvoy and Grizzly to be back together, things like that. But it was top to finish. They came out the gate, like first period was flying and like good momentum. And you're like, Yeah, man, like good, good pace, right? Because Philly can get you. They do. They're yep. a rival. They're an enemy. You never know what you're gonna get. It's always a nice, uh heated game. But yeah, Swayman did his part too to like he had a rough game, but that's good though. I agree with I think Wait. it's not a bad thing he got a little shelled a bit in that game or faced a lot of chances because Philly was flying, dude. They came to play, they weren't kidding, and uh they took advantage of us having four games, only having one game in nine days or whatever, and good for them. But
2: I know the
1: I... thing is, you thought that they were going to respond just to get back to one more of your points, how you said you want to see them respond when they are getting like that. But they didn't. It was like yeah. same bullshit of the halfway through the second. Now we start kind of then we have a little flare up where you think they might have a chance and then they just let the shit float away. Excuse my language, but that game pissed me off and I'm still mad even on Sunday.
2: So to, to touch on Jeremy's point just a little further, um, it's, just, it's just my personal opinion about what I saw. Um, for for a goaltender that seemingly comes off as calm, cool, and collective to everybody, always smiling underneath that mask, having a great time, um, I thought that he played a lot of panic hockey in the crease, uh, a lot of scrambling hockey. And that might have been because he was covering up for kind of a weak defense in front of him and kind of being a little more aggressive than he normally would. But I found that his positioning was just a little off. Um, timing was a little off, but these are things that that he's going to go through as he continues to develop. So I'm really not overly worried about it. Um, it's just how you respond is always my biggest thing is like how, if, and when you get into the next game, how are you going to respond, which will probably be next week anyway, but we'll talk about that too. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, that's interesting. We,
1: I didn't put it on here, but I did want to talk a little bit about that. Interesting. Instead of every other game there two games and two games. Now I know a lot of people are like, Oh, that's because we were playing Buffalo, but I'm not sure that's the strategy. It just happens to be, we played Buffalo. Do you know what I mean? That lined up. I mean, Omar would have played against his team at oh. some point, but I don't think at this point in the season, that was the game right. plan in the rotation or
2: anything like that.
1: Uh, that being said, Nick Felino left early. He's hurt.
2: Yeah. We that's um, that that's a, a pretty big blow uh, to this team, but it's um, it's that next man up mentality. You know, a veteran goes down. Uh, you know, we make some freaking call recalls from Providence, or uh, some of your rotating forwards uh, that you know, thirteen and fourteen um, uh, roster guys. Um, but hopefully, he gets bet- better soon because I really like the way Nick was getting to the to the net aggressively and and playing at the top of the key. Um, you know, when in certain situations, especially uh, you get a little bit of power play time, penalty kill time, whatever. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's that next man up mentality. So there were some Uh, call-ups. Do you have those on the list?
1: Yeah, well, we're going to talk about the rotating cast this week a little bit as we go. Um, I just kind of set it up. We could go over the last five. (laughs) This is what's happened in Bruins land Wednesday through Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. um, But Craig Smith also beat up a little bit. He did play Friday, but not today. But, yeah, we will talk about that in a little bit. Um, I also – What was I going to say? Okay. So yeah. So because Smith was questionable and a little bumped up for Friday's game, uh, Anton bleed came up and John Moore came up, which everyone was surprised he came up. But again, I don't, I don't know why people, I get with the contract and we've always been in a bind and people like give John Moore way more hate than he necessarily deserves that time. But like, whatever he's like, I said, he's our new Steve Camfer. he's going to play out his contract and do what he needs us to do. Us. but yeah, he ended up going down. But anyways, they came up, uh, Lazar's still out. so they come in and Friday, we had a great game, the best game of the three games, I think, overall. I mean, Buffalo kind of is in their zone. They're all excited. There are 5,000 fans that were in attendance were very excited. Um, they're burning the bridge down and they were, but what the Bruins did is four to one popped their cherry this year on their winning streak whoa, there's your hot winning streak. I was like, I don't know why everyone's excited. Buffalo often goes on like a nine-game win streak and then just disappears for yeah. the last four months of the season. So, uh, I
2: mean, I don't want that. hot. hot in the beginning of the year. Uh, this was, yeah. a, unfortunately, a game that I missed um, because the, uh, the my friend's wedding was going on, and uh, they were which was cool because the focus should have been on them. It was their day. And I completely understand that, but the TV was to not be on the Bruins game. And, uh, and social media was kind of like police a little bit, which I loved, you know? So um, yeah, I didn't get to see much of the game. I'm happy that and uh, Roth got in uh, Enroth, Oh my God. I'll uh, <laughs> Allmark, Allmark. I was thinking of another Buffalo goaltender. Yeah. Um, Allmark got in the net, and uh, I'm happy to see that, and he beat his former team. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that Cassidy gave that opportunity to Allmark, to be honest with you, because um, just by the way Buffalo has been playing, number one. And number two, Heather – it was the fact is that Buffalo can expose all Mark because they've seen him so much. They know his weaknesses. They know his tendencies and so on. And they probably knew that, you know, he's, this is a fresh system for him that Bob and Mike Dunham uh, probably haven't had a full uh, dose of, you know, he's still a small sample size here as a new Bruin being a free agent signing over the off season. But um, you know, that, you know, you're a professional you, you can find these trends on people, you know, it's almost like a, a black book per se, you know? So, well- uh, I- Go ahead. I was going to say, no, I was going to
1: say, well, this is kind of, remember we had talked about last time that they had mentioned that he hadn't really worked with ball goalie, Bob or anything like one-on-one. And that's one thing. The four day gap seems to have helped is maybe working out a little more of the kinks with Omar. Cause he hadn't played since April. And I know that's, it's not as an excuse, but like we talked about, like calm down, it's preseason camp. It's one Swayman's in that this and that, but he stopped 35 out of 36, nine, seven, three, save percentage, not bad. He was like, welcome to look at my new team, boys. I mean, those of you who haven't been on traded to new teams, too, because half the team's gone. Uh, yeah, they did all right. Uh, Passenach scored. Uh, Nosek scored. Charlie Coyle had, he had three points. It was great. Taylor Hall scored on an empty netter. Um, I I thought overall they looked like we always talk about, like, how do you respond? So, like, Wednesday was a crap show, right? How are they going to respond to that? And they responded. They looked better. I mean, whatever. It's too early in the season to debate, like, is Philly a better or whatever? But, like you said, some of the matchups, we got Felinos out of the lineup. Craig Smith was banged up. He ended up on the third line, and Nossick ended up on the second line. Um, there was a little bit of switching going on, but overall, better everybody on the team responded everybody had all marks back because they did not have swayman's back that well on wednesday everybody did their job it was steady and uh i mean they went to the box a couple times things like that but like overall it sucks though because anton bleed ended up getting hurt during that game so now he's out too well in there but yeah it was I think that's the way that the Bruins should look. Like it was that was a good response to have Felino out, Craig a little banged up. Like they tightened up as a team instead of I don't know. We always talk about that though. Like they're either like real tight or they're kind of like Wednesday's game. Right. And like I, right. that game would not end. I hated that game. Uh, but I thought it was a good outing. And obviously it's always weird when you uh go against your new team. We looked better on the power play, I thought, than we did. Uh, the other day, but that being said, between uh, Saturday and Sunday, we had a lot of movement going on. Craig Smith's out. He probably shouldn't have played on Saturday, but they probably didn't have enough time to get somebody, you know what I mean? In the lineup. Well, and Anton bleeds out. He's not traveling with the road trip next week. Nick Felino's on the IR, not traveling even on the road trip. John Moore got assigned to Providence. But Jackson, and Oscar Steen got pulled up for today's game, which we'll talk about. I'm sure there are many people that were very happy about that. So as always, you got to plug in the players as they go. The injury bug starting to hit where Bruins fans don't panic yet. There are some of this is a little painful, but overall, you know, everyone's kind of coming and did all right. You know, like I'm not saying Carson Coleman has been setting things on fire, filling in for Lazar or whatever over there, but things like that. But today... We held on by the skin of our teeth. We played a very good game for San Jose. Yeah. And then, as always, forget to play all 60. Mark White's fresh in our brains. Let's talk about today's 4-3 to win over the San Jose Sharks.
2: Yeah, just a big wow. You know, Saturday matinee, 1 p.m., puck drop. Um, came out swinging real quick, you know. And uh, I, was, I was really impressed. Um, and for a majority of the game, I was very impressed. But... Uh, Their foot was let off the gas a little bit towards the end. And, um, you know, they paid for it. Uh, I think they let their goaltender out to dry a little bit uh, with some, you know, there are some unfortunate bounces. That that shit's going to happen. But overall, it's it's a win. It's ugly, but it's a win. Um, You know, injuries uh, continue to pile up, uh, you know, before the game. Uh, The recalls came in. Your lines are, are basically... It was very strange, strange line. Um, coil back on the right side, which I absolutely hate. Uh, Nilschick no on the, um, in, in the center spot with Hall back on the third position in the uh, center and the third line. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a strange thing. But, you know, hey, a win's a win.
1: It is. Uh, Marshawn scored for Bergeron, and Pasternak. Uh, Derek Fulbert scored from Marshawn and Connor Clifton. Pasenak scored from Bergeron on a power play goal.
0: What a, what a and, snipe that uh, was.
1: Oscar, yeah. And Jake DeBrusque with a freaking rocket uh, uh, from Oscar Steen. First NHL point. You can reflect on that in one second. And Derek Fulbert, so that's two points for him. But, uh, yeah, we definitely started getting our asses caught. Allmark did give up a couple yeah, Like he got caught on it, but at the same time, like you said, I think that defense kind of, we, in this is classic kind of ruins. We let off the gas a little bit, but can't yep. do that versus any team. But overall, man, it was rocking. Um I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of complaints except for, keep, like I always do, keep it together, guy, in the third period. Like, you have to play all 60 minutes. It's not worth it if you don't play all 60 because that's how we end up going to, like, overtime and we always lose or whatever. Yep. So, um yeah, what you, do you think? I, I understand everyone um, – I'm not indifferent, but like whatever Oscar scene and Sidnika, but do you have any reflection on how you thought that they went during this game? And yes, uh, I understand yeah. people freaking out because everyone loves Jack Nika, but I'm like, all right, well, we need you. So come on.
2: I was actually kind of shocked that he got in the lineup as a fourth line center, but I thought he did okay <laughs> in his role. I thought that he was uh, a little aggressive when he had to be in areas. Uh, I think he, I think he worked well with, um, with uh, Trent Frederick and, um, who was the other guy on the, on that line? Um, I don't remember right now. Oh, oh that's awesome. That's um, funny. yeah. So I, I, I thought that uh, they, they played very well. Uh, Her,
1: oh, sorry. Coleman, Carson Coleman. Yes. Sorry about that.
2: I keep forgetting <laughs> about him. Um, sorry, my brain hurt. but, um, no, I, I, thought they did all right. Oscar Steen, especially uh, that guy's just a, a little, a little, you know, freight train, um, and he's, and he's been playing really well down in Providence for the past couple of games, uh, real aggressive along the board battles and so on. And, and he's got some speed to him and, and, and a sick, pretty sick, uh, NHL release, you know, so kind of a no brainer to get him up there and so on, um, can be that type of Anton bleed type of replacement, you know, that could, mm-hmm. could be that gritty, gritty type of player good on the, uh, four check, um. But um no, it's good good to have these guys get their opportunities and so on. But um yeah, the Sednika one was weird. I really don't see him as a fourth liner. I would have rather seen him as fourth line minutes. Um, you know, in Providence today against a game I'm watching right now against the Springfield uh, Thunderbirds. But you know, it is what it is. Let's see how long he lasts up here in that role, and obviously that's going to d- dictate on how long some of these Boston Bruins players that are on the shelf uh in their, you know. In the timeline of a return, so um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Bruce Cassidy mismatches the lines. Uh, I really want to get coiled back up the middle, you know. I just don't like him on the wing at all, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> I hate him there, I do I can't I just, say it I, enough. Can't,
1: no, I agree. I, I prefer him in the center, but right now, as always, we got the injury game playing, so we got to do what we got to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Did all right up there. I mean, the overall, though, as a team, they play. They've been they played a lot better the last two games. Allmark, finally, you know, he, everyone's seen him. That's one of my uh, things. Before we do studs and duds, is week two goalie controversy. Can everyone calm down now that we've seen Allmark actually play hockey in game situations that count? Uh. It wasn't perfect, but I mean. If we're, if everyone was melting down over preseason, all mark, this is a totally different goaltender. It's night and day goaltender. So, like, let's come off the bridge. This is going to be the new segment, uh, goalie controversy week three. Like, see, whatever, wait till yeah, we no get to January. To <laughs> I'm just saying it's people on thing, but I think I, I mean, I half jokingly because I'm, not, I wasn't kidding when I said I think all will be the seventh player, but that's what I retweeted. He that with the best little smile picture they tweeted out with his win versus Buffalo, uh, but. That was uh, the week in actual games. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm a little worried about some of these injuries just because it's early in the season. And this is where you really, with all the disruption that comes late in the middle of the season with the Olympics, which I'm happy about. But that's a long time. And what's happening. And, ugh, and God, it's kind of. Scary to me, uh, just on that, that I don't want to start going down the rabbit hole of injuries. Um, oh, there were two fights today, though, right? Your boy, yes. Trent Frederick, mm-hmm, yep. thing, whatever. They're, that's good. A little physicality. Not like stupid physicality like has been in the past. You know what I mean? You got uh, making wiser decisions when to get physical as opposed to. Just kind of getting angry physical, you know, that never works out. Use your brain, kid. So you would do a good job on that. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Any other thoughts on these games uh, before we do studs and duds of the week?
2: No. No. You
1: got any any studs for this week?
2: I want to uh, start with a stud. And that's um, I'm going 1A, 1B again. I'm going to do Lenius Allmark, and Jake DeBrusque. I really like Jake's game. He's, he's continues to surprise me this this um, early in the season, and hopefully he could just shut some people up that don't like him. Um, Allmark, it's good to see him finally uh, get some praise from the from the. He had a terrible preseason, and he's going to be an awful signing and Fire Sweeney and the world's going to end, folks. Um, I can actually see him and what he what he can actually do. So uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, the duds. Oh boy. Um, I don't really know who I really didn't like at all. Um, I don't know. I, I feel a little impatient with, um, with Coolman. I like his game and so on. I scored a goal the other night, which was awesome. Uh, you know, Trent Frederick doing his thing, getting into the net, creating the second opportunity and so on. But I don't know. Coolman doesn't do much for me. He's more of a North to South guy. Um, hopefully he can round his game out good uh good uh emergency uh break glass in case of emergency type of player in my opinion but i don't know i really don't really can't think of anything right now
1: i was gonna say there's no one to me that really stood out as a dud to me do you know what i mean Mm. i think uh everybody had their moments that could have been a little duddish this week so not to cop out on that i'm not there's no one to really pick. I mean, like you said, maybe die by default, Carson
2: Coleman. just. Oh, jeez. Like, oh right. I, I found it. Mike uh, Riley. Mike Riley. Uh, the uh, freaking internal of his man. Wow. He,
1: what are you trying to... He had a really bad one game, but overall has not... Like, that yeah. was the worst... He's had sometimes it's the worst play we've seen him have since he's been a Bruin. Because he's right. been pretty consistent. Jeez, you're stealing my thunder. That was going to be my thing. It was like, I guess I would pick Riley. Also... Yeah. Fulbert was a little uh, hot, cold this week for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where I like, I like his game. I don't, I'm not like I'm hating him and want him to go away or anything. I just, I need him to be a little consistent just so we can figure out where he lands on this pairing. Cause we need him because he's one of our top four, you know what I mean? Like yeah, work it out or whatever, but obviously we know those will rotate probably as the season goes. Well, he, on. Had,
2: but- he had his best game against San Jose today. So uh, that's, yeah, that's that's a fact right there with a goal yeah. and, and a couple of points actually, if I'm not mistaken. And that was his first multi-point game since 2018. That's crazy. Yeah, that's um, crazy. that I can't can't remember who tweeted that out, but uh, shout out to them. Um,
1: I think that my stud this week. I'm gonna pick Nosik. I think. I think overall he's he been very well. adaptable this week. He's had yeah. to play a couple different roles. I mean like everyone else he's had a couple moments this week they all have uh but overall I think he's been a pretty good uh driver of whatever line he's been on uh getting in the thick of things And uh,
2: so you know I've done. been pumping this tires of this freaking free agent signing when mm-hmm. you know over the summer I was just like this is a type of player that is is uh a great move in my opinion to restructure your bottom six with you know when you when you de- the departed departure of Corali and so on and um, I, I just, I just think that he can play that, that his versatility really plays a key role in that bottom six. I love it. I love it. Yeah.
1: All right. Studs and duds for the week. Uh, you know what? Charlie McAvoy wore the A twice this week.
2: Nice. They said they
1: were rotating it. So I don't know what that means or if it probably doesn't mean anything, but if you're going to go with, maybe there's going to be some home or away alternate Captain captaincy happening that didn't happen he was home and away this week so I don't know I think Charlie McAvoy's been pretty consistent this season so far really continuing to grow but that was an interesting development that wasn't rotating like whose turns next Charlie McAvoy's again uh yeah so that's that geez I feel like we're going through everything so fast I don't know that's here we okay. go what's I know <laughs> I know that's a it's like on one hand I am trying to do that but on the other hand I'm trying not to be like okay that was 25 minutes no I'm just <laughs> that's all right I'm in a 250 kind of mood I just got to know when doing this break for our boy Bruce Sullivan no I'm just kidding so anyways interesting thing they tweeted out uh, the NHL tweeted out after the game uh, Brad Marchand is ninth all time on the Bruins multi point game list with 181 passing Bruins legend David fucking Krejci. <laughs> who had uh, 180. Uh, Ken Hodge with 188, uh Cashman has 207, Bergeron has 214, Middleton has 245, or has 255. Esposito 303. So, and Bork has 388. So, he's not gonna catch some of these cats, but he definitely could catch a few of these cats, maybe even Ricky Middleton, maybe even Bobby Orr depends on how long he plays. And this little rat likes multi-point games, so who knows what will happen, but uh Brad Marchand, man, I just like I could I keep saying like when eyebrows first came up, if you would have told me he would be a candidate for the heart fucking trophy. I would have been like, are you serial right now? No way. He's going <laughs> to be like an awesome badass third line grinder or whatever, but he's never going to be top top line left wing scoring around 100 points or whatever, pretty consistently or whatever. So. That's that. I just wanted to mention it. Interesting. Any thoughts on Brad Marchand as he climbs the r- These guys just are awesome. I love them. Yeah. It's going to be so sad when they all finally age out and go away.
2: It's just really cool to see how his skill and his leadership is being <clears throat> honored by so many people around the league nowadays. You know, um, always a heavy consideration for... Uh, Team Canada to work with uh, you know Sidney Crosby and fellow <clears throat> line mate uh, Patrice Bergeron, um, but this, this is awesome. You know, I, I never would have thought that when when Marshmont came into the league as a little you know under six feet grunt that people didn't know didn't understand why he was here. But they really turned the page when they saw him play and 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 his skill set in the early parts and his aggressiveness and you know take away the suspensions and so on, but he's turned into like a really like top five left winger in this, in the, in the NHL. And that's just impressive. It really is. And, you know, he continues to just get better and better. I mean, I mean, the other goal the other night was in 28 seconds in, or was yep. that today? Today, hey. yeah. Today, 28 seconds 28 right seconds in. in. I mean,
1: that was just, fast.
2: Yeah. Just stopped the freaking game right there. And he's just, I don't know. He, the guy continues to amaze me. So, also, it gives more
1: opportunities. My favorite like meme thing out there or whatever is Marshawn kissing at the All. Yes. And I just like he's he's a little, but yeah, like God, he got rid of that unibrow, got himself a wife, and look at him now. Future <laughs> heart trophy, trophy contender.
2: Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. So, um, that was uh, just an interesting thing, but um, this is something that I thought was interesting that we saw on Friday night. Taylor Hall scored his. 10th goal uh in night in a- he did it in 19 games played. That's the fastest any Bruin has got their first 10 goals on the Bruins since R- Recky did it in 8 That's a long time coming. Also, he had uh two goals in 37 games with the Sabres. So turns out he likes the Bruins better because he's got yes. 10 goals it's quite
2: obvious. <laughs>
1: yeah, so with thing, it was an empty netter, but whatever, it's neither here nor there. But Taylor Hall's probably pretty happy. He's probably a little sad that (laughs) now he doesn't have Smith. Like just when you think you're going to have consistency in your career. There you go. But uh, yeah, that was just an interesting little uh, tidbit kind of thing.
2: Did you, what do you think about the, the Hall empty net? I mean, he had tons of time, just kind of tuck it in the net, but Mm -hmm. how about how aggressive he was and how close he was like to nail that like, like he pretty much snapped it right in there, like oh, take that kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, like I mean, I've scored know. plenty of empty net goals where I freaking outskated a player, and mm-hmm. I never really put that much oomph on an empty netter. But uh, he's just seemed like oh, you know, that's 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 what you get for. But uh, you know, Taylor it, was fucking his, Hall. it was his that's choice a- to leave too, by the way. So it was kind of <laughs> yeah. you know, it wasn't like the uh, the Buffalo Sabres were up against it and they needed to move him. He wanted yeah. to leave.
1: Exactly, and they have way—they had way too many players that are way too unhappy, making way too much money. And now Taylor Hall is happy, and he's smiling. And I love Taylor Hall. Every time he scores, I'm like, "That's right, love. that's yeah. right." Told you he should have been a Bruin. I still, I will die on that horse, and I know that nobody cares our horse that hill. But why did I say die on that horse? That's ridiculous.
2: I don't know.
1: Woo, see what happens when we podcast in the afternoon. I know. Day? Um, <laughs> damn it. NHL you're messing up our whole entire recording schedule having these matinee games and us being in a moral dilemma of what to do about that I'm just kidding. crazy. All right. Uh yeah, so anyways, this is something that you're not going to care about but I care about and if anybody out there also loves Tory Krug, I heard a pretty cool uh oh, interview with him on Cam and Strict uh podcast and it was pretty cool he had very nice things to say about the boys. You can tell he's still very close with the boys in Boston and uh if you like Tory Krug, not just because he was a Bruin, but maybe you're a fan of him, I would uh, check out that interview, which made me laugh. And, uh, it also, too, because every time Tory Krug does an interview, someone, remember when he was on checklists, they're like, look at this dude's legs. Well, on this one, they kept going, look at this dude's arms. I'm like, that's right, Tory Krug, powerhouse. Everyone's like, God damn, you stacked <laughs> little fucker. Just kidding. All right, moving on. But this was kind of interesting. Uh, former Captain Dano O'Jara passed. Former Captain Ray Bork on the all-time defenseman game playlist uh the other night which uh just proves how we always have an awesome defenseman come through our thing um I was like I wonder how Ray Bo- like Ray Bork's like there's a few Bruins that are like really sacred really sacred Bruins in the pan- pantheon of like Bruins gods and uh it was like kind of probably mixed emotions like Ray Bork got beat by Zidane Chara, but also right on Zidane Chara, all at the same time. And if Chara continues to play, he might actually end up catching Chris Chelios. It'll be a stretch, but he might be able to do it. He's only a couple behind Larry Murphy. Scott Stevens has 635, so that's like another 20-ish games. And Chelios has 651. And since Chara's never retiring, he is absolutely going to probably end up the long... The, NHL defenseman with the most amount of games. I just thought that was an interesting fun fact. I know sometimes we check in with those have moved on. I think that this we are approaching, my friend, is a good time that we get into the uh, commercial. Well, not our our mid show break, I should already, say. Already, no, huh? Break for, well, I just we talked on Monday. Like I said, we already nailed out some of the stuff we would have talked about, but these games heavy. We got a few more things. We just thought this is a okay. good time. We're about at forty five minutes or so.
2: All right, let's do it. Let's uh, hear from the amazing Bruce Sullivan and uh, hear what he has uh, this week uh, in his collection. Uh, The guy goes out and gets hand-signed items, jerseys, Pox photos, uh, and other other awesome um, things that you could have in your fan cave, your bedroom, or your trophy room or whatever. But uh, uh, follow his Facebook um, uh, group follow his facebook page and send him an email because he's got some fantastic stuff for amazing prices and we just gave a jersey away to john Gillot last week and uh, i gotta get that out to john i've been slacking on the deliveries but i have a list of people that i still gotta get stuff out but it's been kind of busy but anyway let's hear from bruce and we'll be back for more boston bruins hockey talk shortly
0: Hello Bruins fans, this is Bruce from Boston Sports and Music Memorabilia with our Black and Gold Memorabilia Moment of the Week. On November 6th, we will be hosting Bruins Hall of Fame legend Raymond Bork. We will have exclusive memorabilia including jerseys, pucks, minis, and photos. This week we are featuring exclusive memorabilia from our private signings with Bruins legend number 35, Andy Moog. Get an Andy Moog autographed JSA jersey with four-time All-Star Inscription for just $99, a JSA puck for $35, or a JSA photo for $29. Add a Jerry Cheever's autographed dual-inscribed jersey for just $79, a JSA puck for $34, or a JSA mask photo for $30. For more information on our dozens of Bruins hand-signed pieces, and your chance to win free memorabilia each week, check us out at our Facebook page, Boston Sports and Music Memorabilia, or email us directly at Boston Sports Music at Gmail.com. And be sure to tune in each week right here to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Let's go! <clears throat>
2: All right, Bruins fans, we are back to talk some more Boston Bruins hockey here in the Buck and Go Hockey Podcast. We want to thank Bruce Sullivan. He's been amazing. And seriously, if you guys, I mean, Christmas is like right on the corner. And if you need any like hand signed stuff to brighten your child, your your boyfriend, your husband, or significant other's life with uh with a hand signed Bruins jersey, nothing looks good. Nothing looks as good as I can't even talk right now, but um, yeah. Check out Bruce Sullivan, send him an email, go to the Facebook page. You can win stuff just by liking and sharing, but go check him out. Bruce Sullivan at Boston Sports and Music Memorabilia. All right, Heather, we are back. We are back. We are back. So where are we going now, my friend?
1: We're going second half of episode 250, my friend. And I... As always, I'm going to defer to you for a minute because I like when you give the little uh, updates on the people we have out and about in the system and how things are going, obviously, specifically geared towards Providence because they're the ones most closely uh, guarded secrets to help out the Bruins. There are secret weapons. There are weapons in training or whatever you will. But uh, you want to give us a little uh, recap of what's going on with the uh, Providence Bruins affectionately used to be called the baby bees over the weekend this weekend or this week?
2: yes um the Providence Bruins uh, have played four games so far this year and they uh and in they're currently playing right now against Springfield um uh, it's pink in the rink weekend so it's cancer awareness weekend down in the dunk so that's a, uh, an annual thing that they they do to raise money and awareness obviously but uh after these four games like on October 16th I was actually there for that game uh the Providence Bruins um they won but it was in a shootout second game on the 17th. I was not there. Uh, They played the Hartford Wolfpack. It was a shootout and they lost. And um, on October 22nd, I was not there. I was at my friend's wedding. They lost two to one in final overtime. So all these games that they've been in so far have needed extra time to go. So a little bit of a concern there, but uh, it's still early. There's a lot of adjustments going on. We talked about it earlier with the lineup and the recent um, injuries to the Boston Bruins. Well, that's going to put the Providence uh, roster in flux a little bit. So um, it's still too early to say, but they are currently uh, tied right now. I'm sorry. On October 23rd, they actually lost to Laval uh, on home ice. So that was four to nothing. So that was a pretty... Pretty bad game. They just didn't really have it at all. But right now they are tied at one with the Springfield uh, Thunderbirds with 16-15 remaining in the period. Um, So with uh, four games played, they are 1-1-1 and 1 with four points. And they currently sit in the lower half of the uh, Atlantic Division. So like I said, it's a little too early to to panic right now. But, you know, uh, we'll see what happens uh, going on. some, some players to be mentioned, uh, that have been playing really good. Jakob Lauko has been just absolutely amazing since, since starting the season. It's good to see him healthy and so on. Uh, also it's really good to see, um, Kyle Kaiser. He's really been stepping it up lately in the goal. Uh, Ryan Mujanel, the head coach, new head coach, uh, has mentioned that he uh, he's going to have a big year because of his, uh, his off season work ethic. And, um, and it's paying off because uh, you know the the overall record doesn't look good, but his uh, underlying numbers are really good. Uh, he's one zero and two right now, which is uh, not not bad. And he's in today's game against Springfield, but he's also got a one point seven two goals against average in those games and a, and a nine thirty three save percentage. So Kaiser is looking really good. Like they're gonna really ride him, um, but uh, the. Troy Grossnick, the veteran that they signed, as a free agent. He was out, and actually happened on the sixteenth against Bridgeport after the first period. Uh, that was it for him to start his year. So it's pretty much been the Kaiser train. Callum Booth's been up. He got called up from the um, Maine Mariners in the East Coast Hockey League to fill in, and um, he was in that four to nothing game that Laval won at the dunk. So. Uh, Just a little bit of a, you know, a little update on the Providence Bruins and what's going on at the uh, top minor pro uh, level of the Boston Bruins um, minor pro system. So all
1: right, Thank you. Thank you. Inquiry Minds want to know. And you are going to be launching a new prospect. Oh, sorry.
2: I do want to shout out Nathan Strauss and Ryan Duffy. Nathan had the game last night. Um, against Laval and uh, Ryan Duffy's currently covering the uh, the Providence Bruins game right now as we speak, as media member uh, up in the press box. So we have a nice little group of um, BNG uh, uh, Sports Media Company members that have uh, di- working on a cool rotation that everybody gets the press experience and uh, able to interview Ryan Mugerinel afterwards. So pretty pumped about that. Um. Yeah. And I'll be I'll be in Maine Friday night uh, to see the second home game of uh, this Bruins affiliate uh, affiliation. So um, I we do have press credentials up in Maine, too. So I'll be up there to check it out. I have a hotel room right down the street. So I'm going to get there early. I'm going to I'm going to go out and about town. And, Get some food, maybe possibly have a few beers after I get all my work done, and kind of do a fun write-up not only about the game but the environment around the uh, the Cross Insurance Arena to kind of you know brighten the eyes of fans and expand their horizons when it comes to you know making a little bit of a road trip because the American Hockey League and the East Coast Hockey League the tickets are really cheap so it's good for your family and so on. the uh, The Portland area is not so cheap for staying a night, but you know it is what it is in these in these tough times you know hotels took a big hit so they want to jack up their prices just a little bit to kind of recover but um, i think it will be a kind of a cool article just to give an idea of uh, my favorite places that i that i went to and then maybe the next time i go up i do another one but i tried a couple different places you know and do write ups about them so it's not all about hockey but it's about supporting the comu- the community that the team actually is in so I, I love going to Providence and, and ripping it up down there, you know, Trinity brew house shout out. Um, but, um, I like to just, just to go up there get the experience and, and, and basically everything that I learn I like to share with other people. So, uh, it's a good fun time. So, and to have the media credentials is just a bonus when you get to like, you know, do in person player, uh, interviews and, and, you know, talk to the coach and so on.
1: Yeah. Well, We'll stay tuned and you're going to be launching the BNG Providence Hockey Report like towards there. But, you know, we'll still have you every now and then give a minute or two on here. No one's banishing your updates from here, but it's it's cool to have um, a lot of coverage. People, I'm I'm glad that other people are getting opportunities too as well, because it's as in a perfect world, you would be able to attend every Boston Bruins and Maine Mariners and Providence Bruins games, but we do yeah. not live in a perfect world where we were born. With we're working. we're, working, there.
2: Yes. we're <laughs> working there. Yes. We're working there to get the NHL credentials on the ninth floor you- TD. So that's a, it's a, it's constant work in progress, but I, I, I you know, it's good to have these experiences and, and to have, um you know, a character to fall back on. So when, I do keep pursuing that the, some of these guys that work in these minor pro levels can also vouch for our presence at their games and what we have to offer when it comes to digital uh, media content. So maybe we'll cross the, cross the threshold sooner or later. Who knows?
1: Well, I just meant generally it's nice to have people who are passionate to be able to, you know, do the writing and, and the more the merry, you know, if we get to have a little press crew for every single official, yes. you know what I mean, whatever, so that's all I meant, shout out to the boys that have covered for this weekend and uh, yeah, so that's the down in the system slash prospect slash Providence update, stay tuned for Mark's launch this week of yes,
2: East. I forgot to mention that yeah, it's uh, I'm going to be working pretty hard tomorrow, which is Monday the 25th um, and Tuesday the 26th, uh, to get that out, uh, for a, a Wednesday release. I want to start doing these uh, releases midweek because the, the Providence Bruins schedule is predominantly Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They have some mixed in Wednesday games and so on, but uh. I think that's a great time to to listen to about the action that you that previously happened during the weekend, but also the weekend action that's coming up on the schedule and what to expect from them, you know, some some win-loss, uh, some trends, and, you know, uh, just some stats and some facts and so on that I like to break down. I'd like to get, like, a half-hour, 45-minute program going each week just to, to give the updates because I think it's important for everybody to, you know, be a little privy on w- what's going down, on the farm. And so when they do get the call, it wasn't like Marshan back in the day when you didn't know about the player down there and this little rat and, you know, why is he here? You already, uh, you already have a good, good base of knowledge for these, uh, these types of players that are, that are just like knocking at the NHL door.
1: Um,
2: yeah. So we look forward to it.
1: Well, thank um,
2: you. Your support speak- is very well, you know, very I, you know I try
1: to do my best to at least fake
2: it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're such you an asshole.
1: <laughs> I know I am, aren't I? but that's all right. I'm cute. So um, <clears throat> that being said, like back to something more serious, I forgot to mention earlier on Wednesday when they played when we played Philly that uh, on TNT, they did a really good segment honoring Jimmy Hayes, but also yeah. very tactfully acknowledging and bringing up and discussing things like addictions and mental health. And I just wanted to tip my hat a to, it's like the Jimmy Hayes thing's getting sadder and sadder every minute. Uh yeah, but anyways, it was very well done. I thought it was a great way to honor Jimmy, but also take the issues underlying the situation very seriously. Um, and I thought it was good on the broadcast crew there over at TNT. So just tip of my hat to yep. we should do a tip of the hat segment. Tip of the hat I to like you. That. Yeah. So that's all. Um And this was kind of big. This isn't Bruins related, but again, this, I don't know why I normally have a mega agenda, but now I only have the agenda for two right now. But uh, before we do upcoming games, I also wanted to mention um, the Premier Hockey Federation or whatever got, uh, made a deal with ESPN plus. So all the games for the PHF will be broadcast streamed on there. Sorry. I don't know where my brain was going. So anyways, there's gripes huge. about ESPN Plus, but this is a huge thing for this league. Also, just generally, if you really love hockey, ESPN Plus is starting to be a good place to go because the KHL's got to deal with them. Yeah, we did a great discussion about it on um
2: on Jillian Kremner. Ice, uh, what is it called? The IceCast Two Thank you.
1: Sorry, Jillian. I really couldn't. It was like ice oh, something. an amazing
2: job. Play. I wish yeah. she did. I, she works so hard over in the K, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and and kudos to her for going over there, being a, a North American reporter and finding work over there for the past couple of years. And she loves it. So, yeah. um, but I love the podcast. I wish she had time to do more because I could I could really uh, get more KHL freaking hockey, you know, knowledge in my head. Um, but. She's yeah, like she my
1: is. Emily Kaplan of the KHL. Right. Like I just exactly. love her and great, like She's solid Yeah, that's really how know? that's how I feel on my head, but I, I always get excited when I when they have a new episode. But yeah, so, anyways, huge for this league, great yes. for the six teams so far, and maybe expanding this, sooner than later if they're booming like this. I'm just
2: this, these are the small steps that these ladies and, and this and this federation need to get more exposure i believe if they get this network like they're getting right now mm-hmm. i think this is when you know nhl teams they bite on it more you know and they want to have something like that in their own markets and my my dream honestly is to have a ladies team for every nhl you know any yeah. yeah, any every NHL city. I don't know why it took me forever to go to a full letter word. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a, a city, yeah, it is a Sunday, and um yeah, I mean that would be awesome, you know, and then possibly kind of work on travel schedules that kind of mimic where the, the Bruins are going, you know, kind of like yeah. f- have a following and so on, but I think it'd be great and I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, our own uh, Black and Gold Production Sports Media Company, Andrew Taverna, he's an administrator along with myself. He is heading up the uh, Boston Pride um writing and podcasts and all that stuff over there so we have credentials for Boston Pride this year which I'm pretty stoked yes. about and um we've already got schedule- champs. Yeah, we've already got a schedule <laughs> already worked out for coverage for every game so we will have representation from BNG at every Boston Pride game that's at home at least and uh we have we have writers throughout the country we have a I mean BNG's gotten up to like 60 freaking people right now it's absolutely maddening crazy but we have opportunities for others to, uh, you know, in New York, if they play the, uh, the, the, uh, I can't remember what the team name is.
1: Uh, Buffalo Buttes.
2: Yes. If you play the Buttes. I'm, I'm or sure the Metropolitan have... River. Yes. Yeah. Which one are you looking yes, so for? Never mind. Just, just two oh. of them. Uh, or, or the Hartford <laughs> um, whale. Yeah. Yeah. No, we could Connecticut have Wh-
1: Connecticut,
2: yeah, whale. Connecticut whale. Connecticut whale. Sorry. But um we can have coverage there on road games too, as well. So it's, it's just the more content we can get, but the more uh, access we get, it's even better. So.
1: Um, I'd also like to shout out uh, the white caps and also the six, because you forgot Toronto and uh, Minnesota.
2: Yeah, but I wasn't talking about them.
1: I know we're just rounding out all the ladies, but that being said, our Boston pride defending Isabel cup champions, they open up on November 6th and 7th. They're playing uh, home versus the Minnesota Whitecaps, and that'll be pretty awesome. Can't wait to see the coverage that's happening there. I really <laughs> want to get to a game this year, but I will definitely have my Boston Pride That's Scott's a family. Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it They is. play the 6th and 7th. Maybe we should go to they that. They play right? kind of a little bit, kind of like um, the AHL schedule, how they play a couple games. Yeah. Like I, within the weekend or college We schedule. should go to that. <laughs> Oh, geez. Dropping things here. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, we definitely have to get to a game. And also, I kind of like just going to the Warrior Ice Arena. It's a... It it is fun. I'm happy when I'm there. It's just like a a place where you're like close to greatness, but also just at your local rink all at the same time. It's like a weird...
2: I like going there and then that. the rail stop right next door afterwards. You love that rail stop, buddy. I do, I do. <laughs> especially when they, especially when they're teaching like new younger ladies I, I, or younger people. Let's well, not you know, how to bartend? They're like, "Can I use you as a as a sampler?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Well, I'm new and I'm being trained. Is it okay if uh, you try this drink?" And I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "We won't charge you for anything." I'm like, "Perfect." i
1: can't even imagine how happy you are to have someone ask you if they you could be their sample or whatever like you could be their guinea pig (laughs) it must have made you very happy all right geez this this episode 250 man it is going off the rails thank god for everyone who is listening it's probably not going to last that much longer because i know it is
2: like, when we do when know. we do record out of our schedule, we do get it all all kinds of off the rails, but it's it's yeah. all right. We'll celebrate. Right, so. It's
1: the 250th exactly. It's the 250th man. You only hit 250 once, man. And Believe actually,
2: it. actually, shout out to my friend Cody uh, Stevens. He's a nice. Patreon member and and previous winner of several items, um, and he uh, is a very good machinist. But he made uh, some kind of big freaking bng kind of shrine that says 250 on it so i once once that that is done and it's delivered to uh my section of work um i will bring it out here and show it for the the, you know the fortunate ones that do follow us on uh on youtube uh the video side of our social media content but uh yeah shout out to him because he's a faithful listener too
1: I got to be honest. I don't even want to know what I look like on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to look. I'm in my own world. I keep forgetting that you put us out, that people can actually see us.
2: We put it everywhere. World.
1: Those of you who put up with us visually too, as yeah. well, you're strong. You're strong people. Makes me proud of you. All right. Jeez. Okay. Focus. I'm the one who's supposed to be keeping us focused and I'm totally not. All right. Upcoming games. Yes, we're going to play hockey again, but not until Wednesday, which is fine because they're going to play three out of four days. Here we go. We're playing Wednesday, the 27th seventh. First, the Florida Panthers at the BB&T Center. So in Florida, seven o'clock. Then Thursday, we're going to be playing the Carolina Hurricanes at the PNC Arena in Carolina. Then we're going to come home and on Saturday play the Panthers again currently the Panthers are uh what five and oh and Carolina's four and oh and they're both really good everywhere they've been playing so it ought to be an interesting week couple days off I'm assume. I don't know I'm not Bruce Cassidy but I'm gonna assume they have Monday off back to practice on Tuesday and travel whatever kind of thing uh to get ready one wouldn't think they'd probably have too heavy of a practice situation happening if they have to play that much at the end of the week uh, yeah, that's it. What do you think? What do you think about these Panthers who you predict to be number one in the Atlantic? And so far, Mark, you are right. My friend.
2: Yeah. I'm uh, they're, they're a bit of a wagon, man. They're getting really good goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky mm. and, um, the, the, the backup goaltender, the rookie, um, he's been doing well too, remains to be seen on, um, who we're going to see in our goal or in their goal on that particular night and in, in their schedule, I haven't really looked, but, um, Oh shit, Providence Brewing down on the ice. Looks oh, like I got hit by my puck. But uh anyway. Um who's the who's the next game in Tampa Bay? Uh, no, we're playing Carolina. We Carolina. play Florida and then we go to Carolina. All right. Uh, uh Carolina's uh, yeah, Carolina is really no slouch either. Uh they can be uh a team that can surprise you with their talent that Sveshnikov and, and so on and you know stall and blah blah blah. Um yeah, but you know, it's the back to back, so uh, Chip D, uh it, it's going to be interesting what Bruce Cassidy is going to do when it the goaltending. Where do we go from here? Do you go sway on Wednesday and then all mark on Thursday, or uh, do you ride the hot hand that seems to be going on right now and all mark for another game, uh, to get the first of the back to back and then give the Carolina game to uh, Swayman. So, regardless, um. You know, after what we saw today, I, I want to see all my be a little better. I know it wasn't totally on him, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever game he gets into. And obviously we want Swayman to have a really nice bounce back game because the Philadelphia uh, game, I, I just thought was a little disappointing, but it's going to happen. I mean, yeah. it, he's he's going to have these games. It's all about how you recover, how you recover mentally and physically. So, um, you know, and I think he will. I think he's got so much confidence he's just one of those happy-go-lucky kids but um you know I just want to see um uh, just get back on the train you know this way train
1: I'm thinking Swayman Wednesday allmark Thursday and then no I'm thinking allmark then Swayman then allmark because that way they no I'm trying to figure out how working in my head, because I think that way they each can Don't see Florida confuse next yourself. week. I had it in my head, and now I'm saying it out loud. I'm losing it. But do you know what I mean? So that they both get a chance to see Florida next week. It's kind of redundant to, you know, see. Them. But anyways, we'll see what happens with that. Um, two teams that have put up a lot of goals so far, looking at the th- the standings or whatever. Carolina's already 18 Goals for seven against that's pretty good average. There, they're plus 11, and Florida's get, gotten 22 goals and only given up nine. So, it's going to be a tough one for sure. Playing out of a division for a game or two or whatever, or game actually, right to burst Florida. But yeah, Florida's looking like a little bit of a wagon right now. And uh, whatever, it's week two. That's how I feel. Hopefully, yeah. we have a good week. Hopefully, we get two out of three games. Hopefully the back-to-back doesn't bite us in the ass, but since we had three million years to rest before they ever even played these three games they just played this week, hopefully they'll be all right starting on Wednesday again. I don't know how I feel about Wednesday. Remember the Bruins games used to always be on, like, Tuesday, Thursday. I kind of like that schedule in NHL. Saturday,
2: Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Now it's been, like,
1: Monday, Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Sun. No, you're messing up my schedule. <laughs> I got other things I gotta to plan too. How am I supposed to schedule to see this? All right, that's pretty much it. Those are the upcoming games. Keep an eye on it. Keep an what eye on what was out Saturday. Man.
2: What did we mention Saturday's game? What?
1: Yeah, the Florida Panthers.
2: Oh okay. no, I we're thought play... yeah, we're oh, we play Florida the again. Panthers.
1: We're playing the Panthers Wednesday in pay attention, Mark. Why are we having this conversation? The listeners aren't the only ones we are playing the Panthers Wednesday, Carolina Thursday on the road and then home to play the Panthers at home.
2: Oh, that's right. That's the game that uh, the 30th. That's right. That's the game that um, Haley and, and Danny are going to. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> that's these
1: What am I doing here? I'm talking to myself. You're not listening to me. I don't even know if anyone out oh, I got the American Hockey League
2: game on too, so I'm really not yeah, paying attention yeah, to you.
1: I'm watching the Providence Bruins, so I can't pay attention to our podcast. Shut your face! This is gonna sound awesome when you edit it. Me yeah, chirping you on our 250th episode. In all seriousness, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to bring up? I mean, go um, get pastas Pasta support a good cause. Yeah.
2: Real quick. I do want to mention that we are still looking for writers and podcasters. So if you're interested in joining our black and gold production sports media team, please go to black and gold productions, LLC at gmail.com. Um, send me a cover letter. send me anything. If you want to get involved, it's a really gr- great group to work with. And um, if you're not very good at writing and not good at podcasting, you can always reach out to me and, we, you know, I can obviously train and, Walk you through it to make it a little bit of a better experience for you, but we are looking for pokes. So if, if you heard this and you see this, please reach out as soon as possible. Um, I was only
1: giggling because I was thinking, or you could just get a friend that has a podcast and end up invading their podcast yeah. and being on there for three years. That's another way you could do it. You don't have. <laughs> just
0: kidding. Um, <laughs> right.
1: That being said, I'd like to shout out the other podcast, please, on the Black and Gold Hockey podcast network uh obviously follow us if you're not doing that i don't know what's going on because you're listening to our podcast right now uh dump and change short shift puck lines lindroth podcast don't poke the pod halts on hockey with a sweet new logo new little uh pick love it love the new uh whatever you call it is it logo i guess uh hub of hockey podcast beehive causeway kings as always new ones third line grinders Mark's working every now and then when he gets a chance to, as if he doesn't have enough, being the OG of the BNG, uh, remember the Maples. But this week definitely is going to be launching his, hey, it'll be fun listening to Mark talk to himself for a half hour. <laughs> just be like, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> like, in your zone. You no, know you should do. You should create characters where you're like, well, Mark. No, tell no, us about Oscar Steen. I,
2: I love Steve Dangle and everything, but I'm not Steve Dangle. No,
1: I'm not saying be a direct ripoff. I just meant it would be funny to do that so shout out follow all the writers at black and gold hockey podcast which i can't seem to find my list of writers that i wrote down so i promise next week i'll read you guys off and uh i think maybe it's time for patreon because i cannot hold us together much longer my friend and you just want to Get yeah. to this AHL Bruins game. Go Providence.
2: Well, they're they're losing two to one with 340 to go, so there's absolutely no rush. But um, we do have a Patreon account going on, and if you want to get involved and get some awesome items for your fan cave, for your kid, for your friend, for birthdays, for Christmas, whatever, it's awesome. So go to black and uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Black and Gold Hockey Podcasts donate one dollar half of your dollar goes to help us our sport small sports media company but the other half turns into some awesome fun Bruins related gifts uh, prizes whatever so for the month of November we are giving away a new this is um Rick middleton Rick middleton fully authenticated awesome stitched black jersey for a dollar that's it so get on board, get some stuff like that. This week's Bruins related winner or Bruins Prize winner, whatever. Man, I freaking can't talk today. Struggling, Heather. Struggling my on a
0: Sunday.
2: Is our friend Trent Barry. So thank you very much, Yay. Trent. Truly appreciate your support as always from down under. Good day, mate. And um
1: you always do that. You have the worst Australian accent.
2: Shut up. <laughs> no. But anyway, you no. Know, thank you, Trent. Yes, we truly appreciate everybody's support. You guys have all been amazing, whether it be sharing, retweeting, um, conversating with us, uh, talking Boston Bruins hockey, in the big old Bruins fan. We truly appreciate that. So thank you for everybody. Shout out to everybody like that. Group hug. Yeah, group hugs. But anyway, with that being said, two hundred and fifty is in the books. Two
1: hundred and fifty is a hot mess, yeah, but not we, as we, it can't be as bad as Wednesday in Philly.
2: So we got to get back to like our regular programming so we can uh, get back on the rails, man. This <laughs> this late afternoon stuff is is for the birds. Yeah. But anyway, we're good. Sorry, I'm people. We love red. you. Come back. That's next Heather Ingerson. Punching her, punching her, punching her, like a brother and sister would do. But anyway, be safe, everybody. We have a lot of hockey coming up. Uh, Go to betonline.ag and uh, use code CLNS50 uh, if you want to get your wager on this week and uh, get into some hockey action. Um, But, yeah, so with that being said, peace out, everybody.
1: Bye.